Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. A New York romantic comedy keep the changes an unlikely love story between two people who meet in a support group. While David, an upper-class charmer, wants nothing to do with this world, Sarah fully embraces her individuality. When paired on an assignment to take a field trip over to the Brooklyn Bridge, David is less than enthused, but he doesn't realize that this quirky bundle of energy might hold the key to his happiness. And that is the backstory behind this wonderful film called Keep the Change, um, and we're joined today by the writer and the director, and that would be Rachel Israel. Rachel, welcome to film school. Oh, thank you so much for having me back to film school. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's an honorary degree waiting for you at the end of this. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, I want to let people know that this is, it's a, I, I, I don't know if I like to use these words, but it's a romantic comedy. I'm referred to in the, some by some people as a rom-com it's more than that but that's somehow i just want to give people sort of a, a sort of a sense of the film um in terms of it's very funny but it's also really touching this is a very endearing film um tell me wh- i know a little bit about you did a, a short story or you should a short film uh keep the change but go back to the beginning of sort of your journey in putting together uh this film keep the change yeah, well, uh, the lead actor is a friend of mine of many, many years, uh, going on 17 years now, Brandon Polanski. And uh, he's on the autism spectrum, and um, it was some of his uh, personal dating experiences that uh, first inspired the story. I was, at the time, um, an M- MFA student at Columbia uh, in directing, and um, I kind of got much more involved in his uh, particular situation and wrote a feature script around it and you know being an MFA student I had the opportunity to make a short film for my thesis um, so I really wanted to explore the idea of working with Brandon as an actor mm. and um, uh, cast Brandon and uh, cast another young woman from this community where he had met his girlfriend at the time mm-hmm. uh, not his girlfriend but from that community and uh, it the short came out really well, was very well received at Columbia. And uh, we went full steam ahead into making the feature, um, also casting uh, supporting actors from that same community at the JCC Manhattan. Okay. Now, um, so you mentioned autism. That is uh, certainly uh, looms large in the film, and uh, the characters are are from, uh, it, from this support group. Uh, and it just... It, I'll just sort of editorialize a little bit here. What's so wonderful and refreshing about this is the, the ability of the film and yourself as a director to accept these people immediately on their own terms in the film. There's there's no pretense. There's no we're not eased into it. We are we we are we meet these characters on their in their world, and yeah. I, which I just thought was such a, a wonderful decision artistic decision whatever you however you would like to frame it um in terms of making because it really gives the film uh it it frames the film in 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 ways that make anyone watching it just it just feels like it pulls us in we're in this world 
and I don't mean to make it sound like it's so different than anything else that we're we're used to. It's just that yeah. it's just part of it, and I I just thought I really appreciated that about it. Uh, your your thoughts on on that? I mean, yeah, I love I love that uh, that you received that from it. That's uh, was exactly my intention, and it really comes because that's how I that's how I entered this world. I'm not an expert on autism. I just got to know the people and absolutely fell in love with them. And that was uh, my drive for making the film was wanting to deliver these amazing characters to the screen so that other people could meet them. But um, it was definitely, you know, very deliberate to contain the, contain the world to uh, the the characters who are on the spectrum. Um, Also for the universality of the story. Um, I didn't want it to be a film about, you know, comparing a person on the spectrum to a person, to a neurotypical person. Um, I didn't want it to be any type of comparison, but rather that we just, you know, dive right into the world and get a small taste of the incredible richness and diversity of people there. Yeah. David's character convinced that he's not autistic. Is he that too strong? He, he, well, let me, you, you say, what is yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You do a better yeah, yeah. job so than I will. Definitely- Go ahead. He knows he, uh, David was the backstory for the characters who was diagnosed when he was a child, so he knows that he's on the spectrum, but you know, it's a spectrum and there's a wide, uh, wide range of, um, of ways that people present on the spectrum. Right. And so David feels that he's very so-called, you know, high functioning, which is not a term I really like, but that's how he, he perceives himself. He's very, very, Functioning that he's he can feels he can almost pass as neurotypical, and for him that is at the beginning of the film that's you know yeah. uh, those are his priorities. Right. David, as you said, he thinks of himself as a as, yeah. as you, I know it's a it's a difficult. These terms become very problematic sometimes, but more yeah. of a high functioning on uh, the and 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 then Sarah, who is just wonderful, um, a wonderful character, and um, yeah. I want to give acknowledge her. Uh, uh, she's uh, Samantha. Ella Boston, am I saying that? Ella Boston is a very, very. It's just great. She's such a great dynamic character, and she, and she makes this film work because it is her energy, and it's also how everyone plays off of her in the film that make it really special. Uh, so yeah. I thought she was wonderful in the film. Uh, tell us a little bit about her, her character, and, and casting. Um, yeah. Her. Well, I met uh, I met Samantha at the JCC Manhattan. Um, at the time when I met her, we were casting for the short film uh, for David's love interest, or Brandon Polanski plays David's love interest. And, uh, you know, in, in kind of in the first idea that we were looking at neurotypical uh, actresses who had, you know, more acting experience to play autism. And um, that would have been a very wrong direction for the film, and, you know, uh, Thank God I didn't go there. And um, when we cast uh, Samantha, who's really luminous, um, yeah, yeah, she is. <clears throat> and in many ways, I mean, this is really—I mean, it's, all, it's obviously about David's character, uh, but in so many ways, I mean, she is the she is the film to me. I mean, she's yeah. more, because she is she is comfortable within her own skin. She's except she is functional in God. I, Ah, that word, but I mean, she she is able to navigate her world uh, in, in ways she's happy. She's a happy person, and I think that's 
one of the things that uh, that I that I get so appreciate about the film is that we often think of people in this situation as oh it, they, they we pity them in some way or I have the, anyway God, yeah I'm so sorry I feel like I'm really stammering here but no no uh, and you know, the, the pitying is also I think you know all of the char- characters I think are also uh, very you know flawed and unexpected. Right. Um, and right. actually, the flaws were very important in terms of character flaws were very important for me to keep in there. Yeah. Because um, uh, I didn't want to make a film about, uh, you know, saints. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, another thing I think that, you know, when we made the short film, uh, we got to explore Sarah, Samantha Olsen's character, Sarah. A little bit, but in making the feature, it was really a delight to explore her strength because right. uh, she's a very strong, unapologetic person. Yeah. And one of the again, I want to let me remind our listeners that we're speaking with Rachel Israel, and the film we're talking about is called "Keep the Change." And there is a reference in the film to why that is, a, is such an important title in the film, and it really speaks to a lot of the different things that are going on in the film. Keep the change, and uh, it is an award-winning film, by the way. It won Best uh, Narrative Feature at the Tribeca Film Festival, as well as Best Narrative Director for you. Congratulations! And special mention for the Nora Ephron uh, Prize, at, also at the Tribeca Film Festival. So, nice run at Tribeca. That is an incredibly yeah. uh, high-profile film uh, festival, and uh, congratulations on those uh, those uh, recognition. Thank you. Yeah. Now, um, I, I got. Again, I mentioned earlier some of the, the sort of the side characters in the film that I just thought really added a, this level of flavor to it. They're very funny, but the, uh, and again, this film is very funny. It really is yeah. truly, really funny. Uh, <laughs> but as well as the obviously the, the sort of the dramatic tension that is there as well. But uh, Nick Gottlieb, who plays Sammy, and Will Deaver are, I, in my opinion, mind two of the more prominent uh, side characters in the film again add a lot to it uh tell me a little bit about them in in, in yeah roles. um well you know what when we went when we set forward to make the feature i didn't know what their involvement and in, what their story involvement would be but i knew that they that I, they had to be in the film so in that the casting really preceded the story um so nikki and will were cast and then we worked together for a couple of years in developing their characters for the story and their storylines. Um, but I'm absolutely in love with both of them, and they're actually dear friends uh, at this point. Um, very strong characters. Uh, Nikki is, as you see the film, larger than life. He's the only uh, of the ma- only one of the main cast who actually didn't read the script um, <laughs> because he, he got so taken with this idea. He plays a, a kind of community theater director in the film and he got so taken with the idea of directing this play that it was in the film that I said you know just go with that and do that and he wrote a hundred page play um, so, <laughs> and he has a he has kind of an infatuation in the film you'll see with uh, with David's cousin who's it, yeah. movie star, TV star um, and he really you know he really took with that idea and um, wanted so badly to you know eventually end up with that character um, that, again, it's just he didn't need to read the script. He knew that he knew his 
what scenes we were shooting and what those the structure of those scenes would be. And, you know, this is a scene where you do X, Y, and Z. But he didn't really know how the film would end. So at the end, when he sees that he actually doesn't end up with the TV star, <laughs> <laughs> it was a little bit of a disappointment. So... <laughs> Um, and then Will, who's um, who's really uh, a lovely, lovely guy, incredibly smart. Um, yes, you can tell. He's razor smart, yeah. and he's uh, he's really a bit of a, a genius with uh, music, and he has a, this incredible music blog. Uh, you can check it out, nightsofbroadway.com. Okay. Um, and uh, he he's always kind of terrified me as a person because of his sharp intelligence and his ability to cut through any uh yes yes going on. yeah and um, it, uh, he does in the film as well so yeah it comes across yeah and he on the other hand uh you know read the script multiple times and really had a lot of input into into his what his character would say and do in scenes he and he wanted that on the page whereas some some of the other actors preferred to ad-lib things more he he liked that having that on the page ahead of time and so he really stuck more to the script I want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with Rachel Israel, and she's the director of the film Keep the Change. And um, I want to just dive back in a little bit in, in when you met um, Brandon Polanski, who, who plays the lead David, uh, yeah. and sort of the evolution of your relationship with him um, and just sort of how, it's, how it impacted you as an artist and, then, and your friendship moving forward into, the obviously, the development of this film. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when I met Brandon uh, 17 years ago, I was, it was the summer before I went away to undergrad, and I was taking this drawing class, um, going off to art school, and it was a nude model drawing class, the model in the center of the room, and, you know, easels all around, and during the class break, this really interesting looking guy, nice looking guy, dark sunglasses, walked the circumference of the room asking out every woman in the class. He was a student there. But um, anyway, uh, so that's how I met Brandon, and you know we didn't we didn't date, um, but we did develop a friendship that lasted many years. And I went away to art school in Rhode Island. I'd come home during class breaks, and uh, you know he'd visit or I'd visit, and got to know his family. And it really wasn't until I don't know how long into the friendship, but quite a while that he divulged to me that he was on the autism spectrum and I wouldn't you know I didn't know really anything about autism beyond what I had seen in films myself and based on that I wouldn't have guessed that he was on the spectrum because the picture I had was that people on the spectrum don't want love they're um, you know shy away from social interaction and that wasn't at all what who he was mm. um, you know he was very very outgoing yeah um and then, you know, and I'd always been looking for a girlfriend. And so, again, it was this kind of first uh, serious relationship that he formed that inspired the, the yeah. film. So at some point in this, in the development of your friendship, this progression of your friendship, and as you said, sort of moving as you move through film school yeah. uh, and then this idea, uh, what was it about you, you as a director, as someone who was sort of trying to get a performance out of him? Um, what were, what were you, what were you doing to make him comfortable? Just sort of how, how you got him to the point where he's able to uh, carry a film. 
essentially. Yeah, well, um, when we decided to make the short film, um, I worked with Brandon for a year on acting exercises. Uh, and we'd bring in professional actresses every week who'd work with him on these uh, these exercises. And honestly, it was a lot of it was... Um, I mean, Brandon grew a lot in that year. Uh, a lot of it was also my growing as a director and, and learning how to work with him. And um, that's something that kind of carried through with all of my relationships with the cast, that mm-hmm. I'd uh, just learn how to work with them individually in a way that best suited their talent. Yeah. The film is called Keep the Change. We're speaking with the director, Rachel Israel, and uh, it comes out in Los Angeles, here in Los Angeles, on April 20th. Be on the lookout for it. It's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, The uh, all kinds of uh, different recognition for the film and awards and award-winning, I think you can say now, about the film. And um, you work with, on the short film, you work with one of my favorite directors, a man who's been on the show a number of times, uh, Ramin Barani, who uh, oh, yeah. uh, served uh, as your, when you were at Columbia, right? You worked with him there uh, as your yeah. advisor. Yeah, Ramin was um, was a really vital force in getting this film made. Um, he believed in it from its very inception. When I came to him for my first meeting with, with him as my thesis advisor and said, you know, I don't know, I've got this friend who's a really fascinating person, and I just you know, think he could be a subject of a film. He said, go take a camera, go to Florida, which is where Brandon was at the time, start filming with him and make a film, um, which I did. I have, you know got a camera, hopped on the plane, and uh, it began. Um, uh, and through the feature film, he's a creative advisor on it, um, and he was uh, has just been instrumental in so many ways, from, you know, uh, looking at cut after cut after cut of, of both the short and the feature film, and, um, you know, helping out there tremendously to the uh, connecting me with other creative professionals from our editor Alex Camilleri to our producer Summer Shelton. Yeah. He's been phenomenal. He he just seems like, I I mean, I remember um, from the very Man Push Card, I I had him on the show and uh, it just had that feel of a a filmmaker who, who, understood the sort of the, the the language of cinema and and an ability to put forward a story that we don't normally see in in conventional cinema certainly and just a and seems like a terrific person as well just in my conversations with him so it's great to hear great to see him out there doing uh, doing great work with other artists uh and and you're right. Having a good production team around your your, your producers and such are uh, critically important. Yeah. Well, uh, as moving forward with uh, after you've now you've keep the change is is out amongst the world. It's been rolling out across the country for a little while now, and will continue to do so. Tell uh, what have you uh, what are you taking forward? Are, are you working on other projects as as we? speak today or are you... yeah we're working on a tv series um i want to keep moving forward in this world i think there's still a lot to unearth there um so i'm working on developing a tv series with the same cast um oh fantastic kind of, yeah oh yeah. wow yeah 
Well, all right. We'll look forward to it. Uh, that's fantastic. Oh, good. Um, well, we'll leave it there. We'll let people catch up with you. When when do you have a, a network? Do you are you working with anybody? If you don't want to go into any detail, that's fine. But uh, you, yeah, we we haven't uh, we don't have our home yet. But we're still and it's still kind of in the beginning phase. I oh, okay. recently wrote a pilot and and uh, a Bible, so it's, it's oh, still pretty new. But um, but I'm very excited by it. There's such a diversity of characters. In this world, uh, I think would be the TV would be a tremendous medium with which to explore them. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, the film lays out a, a, a nice roadmap for how how to go from here, and uh, it's a really endearing film. It really, truly is. It's it's heartfelt, obviously, and uh, the acting is terrific. The characters are wonderful. It's funny. It's dramatic. It's touching. It's a really good film, and uh, my congratulations to you for your work here. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks a lot for having me on. This was a tremendous amount of fun. Well, great. Thank you. The film, again, is Keep the Change, writer, director, Rachel Israel. Thank you so much for being on Film School. Thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.